Well, welcome back to the Breakthrough Podcast. It is great to be with you this month. Hope y'all are doing well. I think I just said y'all. I don't really say that. Don't know why I said it today, but <laughs> yeah, welcome back. Uh, thanks for tuning in today. Hey, I got some fun stuff for you. Um, in fact, I want to start a conversation uh, this month that will probably take us through the end of the year on the podcast. So pretty excited about that. Um, so yeah, I want to I want to talk to talk to you guys today um, about something that's been swirling around in my mind for the last couple of months, and I've been trying to think through how do I uh, talk about that, express that. Um, it's really been helping me um, over the last couple of months, and maybe some of you can relate to that. You have ideas floating around in your head. I have lots of things floating around in my head, <laughs> uh, but I think this will be really helpful. Um, I want to talk uh, over the next few months about. Uh, a specific metaphor for life that's been really helping me and has helped me tremendously uh, over the last decade of my life without even realizing it. Uh, I didn't even know I was doing it, but uh, metaphors are powerful and people have them for life. Uh, they're helpful because they give us context, context to our days, and we need context to, to live our lives well. Um, some people use the metaphor of life as a party. It's pretty interesting. I know some people like that, <laughs> and those people uh, tend to have a lot of fun, and fun is the goal of their life. Uh, a lot, some people view their, their life, uh, they use the metaphor of, of uh, life as a battle, life as a war, and certainly that can be very helpful uh, because there are aspects of life that are uh, very much like war, very much like a battle. Some people use the metaphor of puzzle. Like life is this thing to figure out, and they're always trying to put pieces together. And I personally don't necessarily like that one because I always feel like the people who are taking that perspective are confused <laughs> about life and trying to figure it out. And it and I think those types of people overthink overthink life. I don't think life is that complicated. Anyway, uh, some people use the the metaphor of life as an adventure, life as a road trip. I think that's pretty cool. That's kind of fun. Uh, some people use the metaphor of life as a race. Uh, I think there's value to that. Some people uh, use the metaphor of life as a classroom, and so they're always learning. I think that's that's pretty valuable. Unfortunately, some people view life uh, as a prison. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I don't like that one at all. <laughs> I don't think it's very helpful. I want to introduce you guys to a metaphor today that I think is the best metaphor for life in, in terms of adding the most value and making life exciting and meaningful. Um, and it's certainly a metaphor that I've used in my life without, no, like I said, without even knowing it. And that is that life is a game. Life is a game. I think that this is the met best metaphor for life because people love games. People love board games. They love video games, sports games. They love games on their phone. I mean, people are just, they're gamers. We love games. They're competitive. They're engaging. Um, they uh, cause us to, you know, um, have fun. And, and uh, we like to get to different levels. We like to win. Uh, we like the competition. Um, and, and so it's a, it's a great way uh, to view life. There's, in fact, there's a whole field out there now. Some of you probably heard this word before, gamification. It's, a, it's the concept of taking the elements of a game and applying it to your everyday life, whether that is your business or your marriage. 
And if you gamify something, you make it fun, you make it engaging. Uh, again, that goes along with, with the value of just viewing life as, as a game. Um, if, if you did take this metaphor, and I certainly have in my life, if you did, there's a couple of key components. We're going to be talking about some of this stuff over the next couple of months. Um, if life is a game, you need to know what it looks like to win. What's the W? Uh, and if you don't know what it looks like to win, then uh, you're going to be all all over the place, and uh, your life's not going to go very well. So, what does it look like to to win? Well, so we'll we'll devote a whole podcast to that in the future. Uh, you need to know what the rules are. What are the rules of the game? If you don't play by the rules, uh, you'll be disqualified. And so, we'll we'll kind of tease that out as well. Um, in every game, there's a strategy, and each uh, you know. Different games have different strategies. What is the strategy to the to winning the game of life? And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. And then you need to play well. Like even if you know the strategy and you know the rules, uh, you you have to play the game well. And so that's actually what I want to talk a little bit about today, and and perhaps in the next podcast. What does it look like? How do you play? The game of life well. Well, I want to start off with something that I think is essential uh, to playing well, and that is the idea of motivation. You and I need motivation to play the game well. We have to want to play the game well. If you can think about um, motivation in terms of energy, in, in emotional energy, to engage in life. That is something that we need. Now, we also need physical energy, and, and that's a whole different section of, uh, you know, we, we could talk about, maybe we will, um, in terms of getting proper sleep, proper nutrition, proper hydration, exercise, all that stuff uh, will, will bring in the physical energy to be able to play the game of life well. I'm a huge proponent of that. Um, I try to really watch my diet. I encourage other people to do that. Exercise daily. Um, stay hydrated. I try to drink a gallon of water a day, 128 ounces. Sometimes I don't make it. Um, but staying hydrated, getting enough sleep, seven, eight hours a day so that you can have the energy that you need. Anyway, that's not what today is about. Today is about this other kind of energy. It's the emotional energy of motivation, of being excited about life. And when it comes to this type of uh, energy or motivation, there really are two factors, I believe. Uh, there are extrinsic or what you could call it external motivators to life, to play the game of life. Um, and those are things that are outside of you, not inside. We're going to talk in a second about intrinsic motivators, internal motivators. Uh, but what I mean by external motivators, and these are powerful, and you have to have as many of these as you possibly can stack up together if you want to you know, have high levels of energy. Um, I'm talking about shelter, a place to live. Uh, I'm talking about food. These are things outside external motivators. I'm talking about uh, being able to pay for insurance, life insurance, health insurance, car insurance. These are essential things that we need. Transportation. You need to have an automobile and the ability to get around. Um, you need to have, uh, maybe there's nice things that you'd like to have, quality uh, material possessions. That's an extrinsic motivator to play the game. Um, so basically, there, it's, it's money, it's, it's the ability to, to have things, 
maybe you want to, uh, if you've got children, you want to send your kids to college. Maybe you want to start a business. These are all extrinsic motivators, and they're very, very powerful, but they're not enough. The problem with extrinsic or external motivators is that once you achieve those things, once you have those things, motivation begins to fade. What do I mean? Well, once you have enough money to buy a decent home and have food and you've got insurance and you got a car and you bought the you bought the stuff that you like um, and you have the ability to, you know, help your kids go to college. Once you have all those things, motivation begins to fade. It begins to wane. We get bored. Um, and we and and sometimes we can just uh, stop striving and almost check out and coast. And that's not that's not what life is about. Life is about staying engaged and continuing to, to, to move forward and and make progress. And and so I love extrinsic motivators. In fact there's a there's a whole body of research that proves kind of proves this concept. Um, and off the top of my head I can't remember exactly what the guy's name was. There was a whole study done around this idea of how much money do you need to to uh, essentially live live well, and when does money cease to uh, provide uh, motivation and happiness? And and you maybe I can find it, put it in the show notes for you guys. But the study is, is uh, shows that around seventy five thousand dollars a year, uh, people begin to settle, and they begin you know money ceases to be a motivator. They have what they need. They have enough to live on. They have food. They can they have transportation. And uh, motivation begins to to fade. So let's look. Let's look at a different level of motivation. What I would refer to as uh, internal motivators, intrinsic motivators um, that drive you from the inside. Now, these types of motivations will last a lifetime. Okay, and that's so. This is where the real power comes from. Um, let's talk about this. The first one is curiosity, and and I and to back up a little bit, I just want to uh, be completely transparent. I, a lot of this is triggered. This content was triggered by a book uh, I recently read called "The Art of Impossible," um, which the author goes way deeper into the science and the biology <clears throat> behind all this stuff, and. And and I de- certainly don't have the expertise or to, to 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 go into all that, but what I can speak to is what I've observed in my own life and in the, the life of others. <clears throat> and he and he talks about curiosity. He talks about passion, and he talks about purpose as intrinsic motivators. The author, and I just wanted to break these down because they're 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 so true. Essentially, he makes the argument that if you want to have high levels of energy that last over your lifetime to engage in the game of life, you have to be curious. What does that mean? Curious about something, anything, um, uh, business, uh, hum- human relationships, um, you have to be curious about God. You have to be curious about, you know, how why humans do what humans do. You have to be curious about why insects do what insects do. I don't know what the curiosity is. All I know is that this is a key component to staying engaged 
in the game of life, staying curious. So as an example, um, in my life, you know, I'm, I'm a pastor and I, le- I lead a church and um, my curiosity for how people are wired and, and, and why they do what they do and what God desires from us and who God is, my curiosity for all of that human behavior, how does a human find happiness? You know, how, how, how is God involved in that process? My curiosity about all of that is, is through the roof. I'm just constantly thinking, well, how does that work? And how, how does God interact with human beings? And how, do, how can human beings connect with him? And, and, and I'm just totally engaged in that. And so because I have high levels of curiosity about that, that dynamic between God and humans, I'm engaged in my work every day. I have high levels of energy to you know, lead a church to help people come to Christ and grow in Christ. Is, is curiosity. Now, in another aspect of my life, I've got a, a huge curiosity about uh, real estate and, and how, how you know, single-family homes work and duplexes and apartments and all these different things, and um, I've got a huge level of curiosity there. Um, and, and some of that is connected to um, extrinsic motivators of being able to retire have enough money when I when I retire, sending my kids to college, and um, you know es- essentially being able to provide some of those extrin- extrinsic motivators. But even beyond that, the curiosity of how all that works is really really high. So when I wake up in the morning, there's uh, there's things I don't know that I'm curious about, like how does that work and how does that work. And so like next week I've got a meeting set up. Um, with someone who who understands uh, more complex uh, levels of, of of real estate investing, and I'm just going to sit with him, and he's going. Um, I've asked him to coach me a little bit. How does that? How does this work? How does that work? And so, uh, there's a lot of energy in my life right now because of my curiosity about how about how certain things work. I'm not curious about everything, nobody is, but you're curious about some things and that's where you find those those internal motivators. So if you struggle with motivation for life to engage in life, you there's probably a very low level of curiosity about anything. You just probably just don't really care about how anything works. So if you want to change that, you want to you want to you know find some energy to live and engage in the game of life, you know, start to ask yourself, you know, what, what am I curious about? The second, in, the second uh, intrinsic motivator is passion. And this, this kind of comes out of curiosity. They're, they're definitely connected. Uh, but what are you passionate about? What triggers your heart? You know, what do you, what do you love doing? What do you, what do you love doing so much that you, when you're doing it, you lose track of time? That's always my judge of care. You know, do I, is, this something, is this a passion of mine? Am I watching my watch? Am I watching the clock to see, you know, when is this going to end? Or am I just totally engaged because I absolutely love what I'm doing? Um, you know, for me, you know, working out and playing basketball is one of those things. And I, I, I lose track of time. You know, I just love it. I love, you know, the engaging in something physical, whether it's weightlifting or playing basketball. Or um, Yesterday I went on a five and a half mile run. <laughs> 
I haven't run in a very, very long time. I used to run half marathons. I don't run anymore. And I was kind of motivated because one of my coworkers is in super, super shape. And he's crushed a 5K a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I was like, dang, I want to see if I can do that. <laughs> so I went out there and, and ran five and a half miles. Really should not have done that. <laughs> really sore today. Legs are hurting, back is hurting, knees are hurting, everything's hurting. Uh, but I love to run. It's a passion of mine. And, you know, it's one of those things where I, where I lose track of time, you know, because I just love the way it feels outside, the adrenaline rush, uh, the endorphins are popping. Uh, and if I was younger, I would be, um, be running every day. And I used to run every day. Passion. What do you love to do? Comes out of, sometimes that comes out of your curiosity. And that creates that internal energy so that when all the external needs are met and you have everything you need on the outside, you're still engaged in the game of life, doing something that you love. Um, so some of the best advice that, that I've ever received is, you know, when it comes to, hey, the question, what should I do with my life? A lot of people have that question. You know, what, what, what do you love to do? What, what, do you, what, what are you passionate about? Try to figure out a way to monetize that. Try to figure out a way to turn that into a job if you can. Now, we can't always do that. Uh, and you might have to work a decade or two decades before you can actually uh, turn your passion into a job. Um, but that is uh, certainly um, a great spot to be in when your income is coming from something that you're passionate about because then it's not really working. So curiosity, passion, and then let me talk about this, this uh, third one, which is purpose. And purpose is, um, it's this driver and this motivator that brings energy, energy to life because you have moved beyond yourself into something greater. And when you can f- tap into this intrinsic motivation in your life, man, life takes off because now you're involved in something that is, is, is it's not just taking care of you. <laughs> you're actually touching the lives of other people and you see how the work that you're doing or the thing that you're engaged in is actually helping and benefiting other people in your life. It's increasing the quality of other people in your life. And this is an amazing feeling. If you could bottle that up and sell it, you'd be a billionaire. Hey, I've got a bottle of purpose for you. Like people, I was, I was at the gym the other day and, and, and a guy just flat out asked me, he just said it. I couldn't believe it. he says, I don't know what my purpose is in life. You know, and he's, he's a truck driver, drives a truck, makes decent money, but just sitting there, all of his extrinsic needs are met, right? He's got this good salary, he's got shelter, but he's frustrated because he does he did not know his purpose. And I, and I told him, I said, I, I can't tell you what your purpose is. All I can do is ask you, you know, what are you curious in and what are you passionate about? And probably your purpose is going to be an intersection of, of those things. It's going to be a combination of the thing that's intriguing to you, that you're interested in, that, and that you're passionate about. And if you can take those two things, combine them, and turn it into something that you just don't make money from, but also touches the lives of other people, oh my gosh, your life will become exciting. It'll be, in every day it will be interesting, because you never know what's going to happen. You never know who you're going to touch. 
and the difference it's going to make. It'll be thick with meaning and possibility, and life will be this exciting game that you're playing every single day. And that is a, that's a great life. Life as a game. It's a great metaphor. Everybody loves to play games. Uh, and this has, I've noticed this in my life over the last, gosh, probably longer than a decade now. Um, it has been my approach. Like, okay, I want to win. What are the rules? What's the strategy? And how can I play well? Well, I need to be highly, highly motivated every single day. I can't be dragging. I can't be depressed. I can't be discouraged. I can't be overwhelmed with worry or anxiety. That's not playing well. Well, how do I, how do I overcome that? Well, what can I give my life to? What am I curious in? Who, what am I, I'm passionate about people. I'm passionate about God. I'm curious about God. I'm curious about people. Well, I've crossed those together and now my life has purpose. My, the purpose of my life is to help people find a relationship with God. It's to help people find the life that they were meant to be lived. So every day, I mean every day, even on this podcast, I feel f- fulfilled that my life is making a difference because of the, the, the cross-section of curiosity and passion has turned into purpose for me. And I wish that for everybody. I wish that every person can wake up and feel that way about life. It takes time and it takes work uh, to figure that out. So here's some couple, couple of quick action steps. Uh, number one, make a list of, of, of 10 to 15 things that you're just really curious in. Like sit down and think about it. Some of us never even thought about, the, about this. What am I curious about? You know, I don't know. Playing an instrument, photography, um, animals, insects. What are you? What are you curious about? Are you curious about politics? How it really works? Like what? What intrigues you? And and the, one of the things that you can observe about yourself to kind of figure this out. What do you gravitate towards when you have free time? What do you find yourself researching um, on on the internet when when you don't have anything to do? Um, what are you curious about? Um, and, and that's because that that's what you're that's what you're reading about that's what you're looking at and and then once you once you get that list cr- try to cross you know make a cross section of okay what I'm curious about that but what what am I what is there an area or two or three of these that I'm also passionate about that that uh, I would love to do for a living I'd love to turn that into a job so take that list of ten to fifteen things and then look to see if there is, are there two or three of them that really stand out that you love to do. And, and uh, that's probably where the sweet spot is and where you need to focus. Again, why would we do that? To find energy to live, to play the game. You have to have motivation to do that. And, and that, that's, where you, that's where you find it. Uh, and in the long run, um, you know, can those intersections make a difference beyond yourself? Can it touch somebody else's life? Because look, there's, there's like almost 9 billion of us on this planet now. You can't just live for yourself. It doesn't even make sense to say, well, I just want to take care of me. You know, I'm curious about this. I'm passionate about this. I just want to make money, feed myself, shelter myself, have a job, have insurance, and that's it. No, 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 no. no that's not why you're put on this planet. You're Jesus, God, I know not everybody's a believer here, but God created you, yes, to provide for you, but then he also created you to touch the lives of other people. 
and that requires energy and motivation. And so can you take what you're curious about, what you're passionate about, and turn it into something that touches people in a positive way? And I promise you, if you take that approach, again, your life will become exciting, interesting, be filled with meaning and possibility, and and you will be totally engaged, like you're engaged when you're playing a video game or a board game or a sports game. Um, That's all I got for you today. Metaphors, they're powerful. I think life as a game is the best metaphor. And so we're going to try to tease this out over the next couple weeks a little bit, cover some more of these topics, different aspects of the metaphor. Um, If you'd like to catch up with me this week, you can find me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I'm not... I'm not very responsive on those, but I, I do check them occasionally. Uh, you can also uh, check me out on dannyanderson.net. I've written some blog posts there, and there's some information there about po- personal coaching. If you're looking for a life coach or something, I do some of that as well. If you don't have a home church, check us out at eclife.org. Uh, we've got like six campuses uh, with an online campus as well uh, if you're looking for a home church. If this podcast has been helpful, hey, share it, like it, tag it, all that cool stuff. And we will see you next month to talk more about this metaphor of life as a game. God bless.